Here now at the 2023 Forbes BLK Summit. Right after our panel, I'm joined by Milwaukee Bucks assistant GM Mill Newton. And Mill, thank you so much for the time, man, and uh, coming to the summit here in Atlanta. What do you think, man? What do you think? I, I, first of all, thank you for having me. Yeah. And I think this is an awesome collection of collaborative minds that wants to improve uh, you know, this venue, this, yeah. this sport, um, and how we perceive ourselves and how we can add to it. Yeah, and what we look, we need brothers like you to continue to be the way, right? Because we see it, right? Uh, examples are the gold card of judgment. So we need good examples like yourself so we can continue to make good judgments and uh, see people like yourself so we can aim for that. Uh, but again, in Milwaukee, man, how's the season been going so far? And, you know, in this position you're in, and you didn't even wear your ring, so thank you for not trying to bling out on me. I was <laughs> thinking you were going to wear the ring on me. Yeah. No, I think. Our season is going how we thought it was going to go. The one thing that we knew is we have our core back that's been together with us for the last three, four, five years. But one of the key ingredients is new. And so trying to get Damien to fit in with who we have, Giannis and Brooke and Chris and the rest of the guys, that's going to take some time. You don't just throw talent on and expect talent to win, not in this league. You've got to have some chemistry, and that's something that we're working through right now. Yeah, I remember, you know, as I always do, I always call around all the leagues and people I know to say, hey, good luck this season, healthy. And we were talking, and you said, hey, listen, that, that, when you, that intro, right, that first game, it sets the tone for the new team, right? New head coach, another star coming in, and you guys did that, right? The tone has been set. Um, the, that tone, what is it? Well, the tone is Griff, first of all, like you said, a new coaching staff. Griff says, fine, we do have a team on paper that's capable of winning a championship, but we're going to have to do the work day by day. Yeah. And the tone is we have to do the work day in and day out because other t the 29 other teams don't really don't care about us. We're not just going to show up and win a game. We're going to have to compete and the things that our coaching staff are trying to ingrain with our team the hard work the sacrifice going above and beyond those are the things that will carry us once our team once the chemistry gets put together and once we gel those are the things that are going to carry us on those long nights in the nba those dog days mm -hmm. as we like to say in the nba it's like okay are you playing your role are you doing everything that you can to help us win? What sacrifices are you making? I think those are very important. Yeah. What's it like to have Giannis Antetokounmpo as your superstar of the franchise that you, you know, helping their front office? Giannis is the best. <laughs> On the Everybody panel. Everybody says that though, Mill. No, but I, let me tell you why. On the panel, we talked about everyone wants to win, but there's always a but. I want to win, but there's no buts with Giannis. Giannis puts the work in every day. And if your best player, arguably the best player in the world, is going to put the work in every day, then players 14, or in the case now, uh, 17 through 1, if he is working hard, you better, you better be working hard. Yeah. And he's showing, he sets the example. He sets the example, and that's the only thing he worries about. That's the only thing Giannis worries about is winning. And he is willing to put the work in, and he wants his teammates to put the work in. So it's a joy 
watching him develop, and the reason why he has developed the way he has, he does not skip steps. Yeah. He does not skip steps. He works at his craft every single day. And he is, like I said, arguably the best player in the world, but he still feels like he has room to improve. Yeah. You have uh, one of the most elite eyes when it comes to talent in the NBA. And I've always talked to you over the years when it came down to scouts and, uh, or excuse me, the NBA draft time. Like, who, what should I be looking at, Milt? Like, what, 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 what character, what traits, what things do I should be looking at? And you've always taught me things like that. Looking at Damian Lillard now on your team, right? I'm sure, Milt, you've scouted him since he was back at Weber. Um, and you see how he's developing. Now he's under your roof, right? Under, under with the team this year with the Milwaukee Bucks. Anything that you noticed about him that maybe you didn't see before, or maybe you say, hey, man, I, I knew that, that he could do that, but to see it in front of your face is a different thing. Anything that's turning you or is different about Damian Lillard now that you have him? Well, his confidence yeah. is just as high as Giannis's or Chris's. His confidence level is high. Dane believes in who he is and what he does. And to have a player like that, when the game is on the line, there is no second guessing whether or not I should take the shot or, no, he knows I'm capable of these big moments and he embraces those moments. But the thing about him that, uh, that I've realized that I didn't really know about until now because we didn't, I didn't know him, he is a humble person that will talk to everyone. And he's so easy to talk to. He doesn't have an air about him. He is a, uh, a humanitarian in the sense of the word. The things he does in his communities, the help that he wants to give people, it's very apparent now being and seeing him day to day and hearing him and hear, hearing how he talks and what he talks about. He is all about people. Yeah. How do you balance building a roster, doing your job, right? But at the same time, trying to keep your ambitions under control, right? Because every time we talk about uh, people of color and positions of, in sports or front office roles, I bring your name up amongst even owners uh, amongst, because I'm like, man, a guy like Mill Newton, you, you, you take him, he's been in different organizations and his perspective has only, has only gotten bigger, right? Imagine what he can do when you put together a roster. How do you deal with that maybe not being where you want to be, right? Everybody wants to run their own team. Here yeah. you are in Milwaukee, you, you continue to pay your dues, helping this franchise, but how do you keep your ambitions under control and, and go for the greater, greater good of helping the team? Yes. See, I follow my own advice. I want to win and I want to win a championship, so there are no buts. Just like we ask players to play a role, if you're going to be the third guy, get the shots when you can, play your role, you're going to be a rebounder, you're going to set screens. I too play my role. You know, I, told our, I told my boss, John Horse, when he first hired me, I said, he says, Mill, I know you've done this job before and I want us to work together. And I know sometimes there are some people that can be insecure. John is not one of them. But just to put his mind at ease, I said, hey, look, I will never ever carry myself like I am running this team. I'm going to be your assistant. I'm going to give you advice. I'm going to mentor you. I play my role, and I'm happy in that. Um, my opinions and my suggestions are very valuable to the organization, very valuable to John, and I'm good with that. Yes, I would like to run my own team again, if it happens, great. If it, do if it doesn't happen, that's great too. I am content with my career, where I am, but I, I love the fact that I am in an organization right now that's collaborative and my suggestions and my opinions hold a very high uh, value and uh, that's all I can ask for. Yeah. 
again, talking to Milt Newton, assistant GM of the Milwaukee Bucks, and as much stuff as you do on the court and care about your career, it's a lot of stuff you do off the court as well. Your foundation, I know you're very passionate about that. Tell me a little bit about it. Yes, uh, so I'm a co-founder with Emerald Gems Foundation, and growing up in the Virgin Islands to the age of 13, I remember when I was growing up as a kid, never really feeling like anyone was paying, paying attention to me, never really having anyone come back to show me how to do something. And so feeling like that and being in the position I, I'm in, I said, that's the legacy that I would like to leave. So started a foundation. We go back and we do basketball camps for, the, uh, for our kids, 100 every summer. We, when I was with the Timberwolves, we brought kids up to the States uh, and showed them that you can still work on an NBA, with an NBA franchise other than wearing a jersey. There's yeah. marketing, there's sales, there's graphics, there's all these other vocations that you can do and enlightening the kids to those things and pretty much just going back and giving back to the youth of the Virgin Islands. It's very important to me and I always tell them when you get bigger and you get successful and you move on, always come back. So I'm trying to pay it forward and still stress to our young kids, you can do the same thing. And if you do that, you can help someone in, someone else achieve their goals. So that's very, very important to me. I appreciate all the work that you're doing, man. Get you out of here on this. We do the good to great, right? Uh, it ain't gonna be the same good to great, right? It's not gonna be that one that we had on stage, but a different one, right? Um, and we're gonna pay homage into your career, right? What's the difference between a good basketball, right, team? The, 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 term, the, the definition, I should say, have changed, right? Yeah. Because it went from GM, and now it's like president of basketball operations is the new GM today. Yeah. So I'll do that. The difference between a good basketball, president of basketball operations, and a great Communication, once again, sacrifice. There are too many people that are afraid to speak up. Uh, being able to give the hard conversations. I'm gonna name drop for one second. Karan Butler, one of my good friends. When I was with the Washington Wizards, he told me, Milt, always tell the truth, even if it's the hard truth, because at the end of the day, that person can walk away saying, you know, that was really tough to hear, but at least he told me the truth. Telling the truth, I think that's very important. And so being good to great, I think communication, collaboration, being honest. And sometimes I, I'm pretty blunt with my honesty, but I want you to know like, I want you to know that this, what I'm telling you is constructive, but I don't want you to leave my conversation, the conversation we had, and wondering what was he trying to say. I don't want it to be ambiguous. So I tell you the truth, straightforward. And I think people appreciate that. But for the most part, listening to others and what they have to offer, I think if your subordinates know that they're being heard, that's all they want. And they will give you everything that they have. And so I think those are the things that I think will, can lead you from good to great. Yeah. Mill Newton, assistant GM of the Milwaukee Bucks. Thank you so much for the time, man. Thank you for coming to the BLK Summit. And you got to come back, man, right? Most definitely. You got to come back, Most man. Definitely. Hey, hopefully we got to bring me. it to the Virgin Islands one day, man. We oh, gotta that would be there. awesome. It would be. It that would be, be awesome. Appreciate the time, man, as always. Thanks Thank a lot, you. Mill. Thank you Appreciate for having it. me. Absolutely. All right, Jabari.